Welcome to the Create Good Podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to a changemaker from around the country to find out what makes them tick, learn some secrets to their success, and how they create good. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the Create Good Podcast. Today, we have Julia Campbell, who's a great nonprofit practitioner, and we're so glad to learn from her and learn about her own podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Great. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and your business. Well, I started my business 13 years ago, and I started out as a grant writer for hire. And then it has morphed into digital marketing, digital fundraising. Oh, I think of all the different iterations of my business in the last 13 years. So right now, I provide nonprofits specifically with digital marketing and digital fundraising strategies. So I try to help them eliminate the shiny object syndrome and focus and prioritize and create a plan for their digital marketing, social media marketing. And if they're running a digital fundraising campaign, help them plan. Because as you know, there are so many different avenues. There are so many different channels and platforms, so much information coming at us. It's very hard for a small, you know, time-strapped, nonprofit to really understand the landscape, but also be able to really focus and implement in the way that's going to get them the best results. So I do consulting, I do speaking, I have online courses, and of course my podcast, which is called Nonprofit Nation. Now I'm a journalist by training. I always wanted to be a journalist and travel the world and interview interesting people and tell their stories. I love writing. I love interviewing. So for me, a podcast is just a really natural extension of all the things that I love. And I think that it took a while to create the podcast for me because I wanted to be fairly established. Like I didn't want to be reaching out to people that I wanted to talk to and have them say no. I wanted to have made a lot of connections before I launched the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I probably recorded maybe like 20 episodes before I even launched because I was so scared to launch the <laughs> podcast. I think that I, I just have that perfectionist syndrome. And mm -hmm. I work with a company, Taylor Shanklin, who's another podcaster, her company on the podcast production. And she just said, you got to get off you got to get off the train or you got to launch the train or whatever she said to me really resonated. <laughs> like you got to just do it. Yes. Absolutely. And there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect situation. And that really, that made me realize that I have something to say, my audience and my guests all have something important to say. So, I mean, my theory and really my vision for the podcast is to highlight some voices that, you know, like Joan Gary and Beth Cantor and Amy mm -hmm. Sample Ward. And I've been really lucky to have some pretty fabulous people on the podcast, but highlight voices that you might not have heard and people doing really interesting things in the space, whether it be a practitioner or a consultant or a nonprofit or a software company. So to highlight things that I find interesting because I feel like I I've been in my audience's shoes. I've been that marketing person, development person. And I want to hear different perspectives and they're not always tactical. 
sometimes they're very high level, but sometimes they are very practical. So it's just sort of learning as we go. And I've been doing it for over a year now and I absolutely love it. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's interesting how that diversity. Yeah. Cause create good is very much focused on sharing the nonprofit communicators slice yes. of life. We find that that's a perfect niche for us. And that's great to have that much diversity. That's a really good addition to everybody's podcast list. So your experience as a journalist, how do you feel like that's kind of helped your nonprofit communication skills and expertise? Oh, I absolutely think it's really helped, especially in marketing, because when you train as a journalist, when you learn what stories are going to resonate, you start to realize there has to be some relevancy. There has to be a hook and an angle. So if you are trying to get the attention of your editor or trying to get on the front page of your newspaper, mm -hmm. I remember working for the Daily Free Press, which is the student-run newspaper at Boston University, and just really was very competitive because it's a journalism school, communications. I was in the College of Communications, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of fantastic, talented people and you really have to have your eye, you have to really have your, your eyes always open, your eyes peeled for the next story. You have to have your ear to the ground. You have to know your audience, who you're writing for, who you are trying to reach. And you have to find the sort of interesting things that are going to connect to them. And not only that, you can't just tell it in a boring way. You can't just say, oh, we're going to have you know, a music festival on Saturday. You can't, cause no, I mean, great. That's an ad. You can put up a flyer. <laughs> you can put like a little mention in the paper, but if you want people to really read it, you have to start with a story, start yes. with a story of a musician who's playing in the festival or a student that's organizing the festival. Start with something that is human interest, something that's going to grab attention. And that informs all of my marketing teaching yeah. right now. Because I think that it's interesting. Nonprofits learn in fundraising very quickly that the story works. Yeah. So your annual appeal letter, your events, your direct mail appeal, all of that, you have to have a story. People understand that, but they don't understand the same is true in marketing. Like if you send out a press release and it's just, we are having a gala, yeah. no one is going to pay attention to that. Exactly. No one's going to pick that up. Journalists, first of all, they are few and far between right now. Yes, so they are. When I studied journalism, it was the late 90s yep. and there were a lot of jobs to be had. But right now, we know that it's just really challenging. And also, everyone really can be a journalist, has a platform with blogging, with, mm -hmm. with podcasting. But finding that interesting angle, that story, that relevancy, that timeliness, and connecting it to the audience that really is a skill. I think nonprofits really do that well when they see, when they change their mindset about how marketing and promotions should go, because it really should be storytelling. Agreed. Absolutely. And it is amazing. Yeah. We encounter that too with our clients that there's, yeah, they forget to put the person first. Right. And that, yeah, yeah that's something that we're really working on some specific clients with this year is about tell the story of your, even your program through the lens of one person right? How does it affect Steve? <laughs> How has this changed yeah. Steve's life? You know, that's such a good reminder. And so, statistics are yeah. great, but they're not a focus point. Like statistics are great to show legitimacy and to show that this is a problem worth solving, but that's not what's going to grab someone's attention. Absolutely. 
absolutely. So we're both busy professionals. What what really brings the joy? You know, as we're kind of rolling rolling into this new normal and, you know, facing a lot of stressful outward influences of news and media and just, you know, general life trying to survive. You know, what what brings you joy about your work? What makes you keep coming back to this well of nonprofit work? Well, now that we are getting together in person a little bit more, being at conferences and traveling and going and speaking and being in rooms with people, that really brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. So when, I mean, I launched my business and then I was virtual, I've been working at home my entire business. Mm-hmm. So I'm very comfortable doing virtual trainings, webinars, conference calls, Zooms, things like that. But getting together in person, there's just something very special about it. And then to hear people when I talk to them or come up to me say, wow, your podcast really helped me or your webinar, you did this webinar on XYZ and it really made me think about something differently. Those kinds of stories, I mean, they really, really helped me. And then of course, what really brings me joy is when my consulted clients, you know, actually do get results or like (laughs) overcome some kind of obstacle that they've been having. But I really like that kind of light bulb moment that people have when they start seeing things in a different way and they start seeing what's possible and they start becoming inspired and, and almost reigniting their own motivation, Mm -hmm. that really brings me joy. That's awesome. Hi, we're interrupting to let you know the create good conference is back this year. Connect with nonprofit professionals live and in person. The gathering is over three days from April 26th to 28th in beautiful Durham, North Carolina. Come have fun, expand your skills, and hang out with comms people who get you. Tickets are available now at creategoodconference.com. See you there. The Create Good Conference is coming back in April, and we are really excited to see our crew, our new faces, the faces who have been with us every year of the conference. But yeah, it is exciting and you know slightly terrifying to get back on that horse after three yes. years. But, right. <laughs> but it is going to be a good ride and it's going to be so much fun. So really looking that. forward to that. I think people are much more forgiving now. Oh, about, that is true. Yes. They're, very, they're more laid back, I've found. Yeah. Yeah. Arch was always laid back. Yeah. Yeah. About being in person. They're just excited to get out of their house. (laughs) Exactly. I think we all are. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Create Good podcast today. It was really great to get to know you and get to know a little bit more about your podcast. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. I'm just so thrilled that I'm allowed to do this, that people are giving me their time and their expertise. I'm always surprised and honored that I get to share this with the audience and my listeners, people writing to me. I just got an email this morning about a podcast that I released today, an episode on internal communications. And she said that it really helped her now realize that she's got to either find another job or improve the internal culture at her organization. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. So I just feel really, I just feel so proud and happy to be able to do this work. 
Well, awesome. We'll keep up all the great work. And thank you so much. Sure. And to everybody listening out there, thank have a great listening. afternoon. Creek and we'll Good see you on is the a next project episode. of BCDC Ideas, a communications agency for nonprofits. If you want to hear from more nonprofit change makers, please rate, review, and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Until then, keep creating good.